This episode contains content that may be alarming to some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed descriptions and take care of yourself. Null and Void, a piece of cake podcasted network production. Hey, you've reached Piper Lee. Leave a message. Piper! Piper, pick up, please. I need you to answer the phone. Listen to me. Do not in to work today. There's someone coming, someone I I couldn't see before. You can't meet him. He's dangerous and he can hurt you. Do not go into work today, please. I need you to meet me tonight. Out where the highway disappears. I finally worked things out, but you cannot into work today. Just, just out sick or something, please. No, 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 no! God, damn it! I didn't want to ride you anyways, you stupid death machine. Hey, you've reached Piper Lee. Leave a message. Piper, goddammit, stop running and pick up your phone. I need you. Piper, why aren't you at your station? Sorry, sir. I was running a bit late today. You were supposed to be in 20 minutes ago. That's two strikes, Piper. One more, and we're going to have an issue. I'm sorry. I missed my bus and had to run here. Fine. That's fine. Corporate is here. They're on a tour of the building right now. Just try not to get in their way. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. I pulled out my phone, moving to silence it when my eyes scanned the caller ID. The call ended before I could answer, and a notification popped up. I had... Christ, 27 missed calls? The caller ID was illegible, just a string of strange symbols and spaces, but I knew it was from Adelaide. A text flashed across the screen from the same ID. Hide. He must not find you. I was about to type out a quick message when... Turn that goddamn phone off and get a move on, Piper! I shoved my phone in my pocket and scampered away. An unnerving silence had fallen over the building. Every employee I passed had their head buried in their work, begging not to be noticed. Nobody wanted their head on the chopping block. I skipped the long row of elevators opting instead to take the stairs down to the bottom level of the building. I burst through the door of the stairwell and sprinted down the hall towards the mailroom. I turned a corner, hoping I could make it there without any more trouble when... Oh! Oh! Oh my goodness, excuse me! Oh, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Uh, I seem to have gotten a little turned around. I'm looking for Miss Bailey's office. Oh, wow, yeah, you're really turned around. That's up on the seventh floor? Do you mind showing me the way? Oh, well, I was just... Perfect. You're an absolute lifesaver. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, this way, Mr... Royal. Chiron Royal. 
After you. Royal? As in son of Stone Royal? That Chiron Royal? <laughs> the one and only. I, th I think I've heard of you too, Miss Piper Lee, right? You work in the mailroom. Yep, that's me. How did- Oh, perfect. You're just the person I've been hoping to meet. I've been meaning to pay you a visit. Mr. Royal? I do apologize for the pit stop, but I needed some place where someone won't interrupt us. Mr. Royal, this isn't funny. You're absolutely correct. It isn't funny. I I'll let you go, but I need to discuss a few things with you first. Well, I don't have anything to discuss with you. Let me out. I'm serious. As am I. You've recently been in contact with someone who is a direct threat to Void Networks. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't lie to me, Miss Lee. You aren't in the position to lie. I have met a lot of new people recently. You'll have to be more specific. Why, our dear friend Adelaide. I heard she paid you a visit. How do you know that? And why the hell do you care who visits me? Because, Miss Lee, she's a threat. A threat to me and to this company. She's sticking her nose where it doesn't belong, and I've worked too long and too hard for someone like her to ruin this. Ruin what? You don't have high enough clearance for me to answer that question. Just go back to your mailroom and keep your head down until this all blows over. And do not talk to Adelaide again. Do you understand me? Are you trying to scare me? Because... It's not working. I didn't think I was. We're just having a conversation, a quick meeting. In a stalled elevator? I will restart the elevator when you agree to my terms. If you don't, I will still restart it, but from then on out, I will not be held liable for any and all damages or losses throughout your short remaining time with this company. Fine. I won't contact her. On one condition... You are not in a position to be demanding conditions, Miss Lee. One condition. Just one. I make no promises. Tell me who Adelaide is. And just what do you plan on doing with this information? I... I, I don't know yet, but I know she's important. I won't contact her, but if she's as big as a threat as you say, I'd like to at least know my enemy, so to speak. I might be able to do something. Okay, Miss Lee, I'll send you information we have on her. With certain parameters. Some information is classified and must be redacted first, but I'll get you what I'm able to. And in the meantime, you will continue to keep your head down. Fine. Perfect. See, I knew we would be able to come to an amicable agreement. Yeah, and all you had to do was hold me hostage. Oh, come now, Miss Lee. This wasn't so bad. Do you normally threaten people in elevators? No. Most of the time, I threaten people in my office. I will have a confidentiality contract written up for you by the end of the week. A contract? Of course. If I'm going to provide you with company-gathered information, I also have to ensure that you don't spread said information. In my experience, contract-mandated legal and financial recommendation for frowned-upon behavior is a rather effective deterrent for employees. You have a wonderful rest of the day, Miss Lee. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. It's fine. You're fine. Just breathe. 
Breathe. It's okay. You're okay. You're not going to cry in this fucking elevator. <gasps> Hello? Piper! Oh, thank Christ. I've been trying to reach you all day. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't see your calls until a few minutes ago, and then some stuff happened, and then- Are you okay? Did Chiron find you? I... No. No, he, he didn't find me. I hopped into an elevator to avoid him. Oh, thank God. Why do I need to avoid him? It's hard to explain. And everything is, is so hazy right now, but... There was this kid, Marcus. He meddled in their plans and got caught. And... And he died. Oh. Can you meet me tonight? Things should be much clearer then. Yeah, I can. Where? Go listen to your voicemail. I left you, um, a few messages explaining how to get there. Yeah, sure. I can do that. Listen, I've got to get back to work. Right. Of course. I'll see you tonight. Right. And Piper. Yeah? I'm really glad you're okay. Yeah. Thanks. I don't think I actually did any work once I got back to the mailroom. I tried to take my mind off of everything, but I couldn't stop replaying every single moment between missing the bus to the way Chiron smiled as he stepped out of the elevator. He had trapped me so easily, and he could do it again. I didn't need him to spell out his plan like a real-life Bond villain to know whatever he was in the process of doing was going to hurt a lot of people. I was sure it already had. Void networks needed to be stopped, right? And what about Marcus? Chris said Adelaide had killed him. What if he was wrong? Who even is Marcus, and why am I stressing out so much about him? Adelaide won't let me die. Unless she wants me to. Ugh, just thinking about that was enough to get me in a cold sweat. By the end of the day, my mind was a thick blanket of fog. I was so drained it felt as if I had just run the gauntlet. I stepped out into the cool evening just in time to feel an explosion rumble through the earth. A burst of hot air rushed past me and I looked into the sky to see a funnel cloud of fire filling it. The world was silent for one dreadful moment before erupting in a cacophony of screams and sirens. We all met up a few hours later. We could see the fire still raging on. Dodger was tuned into various news channels, flipping through report after report of the deadly explosion that happened at a local apartment complex. Already well over 100 people are confirmed dead. And that's enough of that. I can't stand any more of the endless gloom. The hospital dispatched all our available EMTs to the complex, but the fire is so hot, it's getting harder to find actual survivors. It's fucking awful. Void networks must have had something to do with this. Piper, you were right. How can you be so sure? Well... I overheard someone talking at work. They were talking about getting one of the higher-ups to sign off on a fire. It was a little hard to hear them. I think they caused this accident, and a few others. Are you serious? 
Well, they said they were testing response times during incidents, and, and it can't be a coincidence that a fire got started the same day as Chiron's arrival. Wait, who's Chiron? Do you mean Chiron Royal? Who the fuck is Chiron Royal? He's... Big. He's the chief operating officer of Void Networks. His father owns the network. And half a dozen charities, research centers, and tech companies. The royals have their hands in everything. Media, travel, fashion, tech. Lots of gas and oil companies, too. They just launched half a dozen satellites into space to help NASA or some shit. Hell, a few years back, Isabella Royal donated over $7 million to some big pharmaceutical organization for cancer research. Oh, right. Yeah, she donated a fuck ton of research money to the team that designed my arm. Didn't one of them die a while ago? I remember reading something about that. Yeah, one of the kids, Jasper. I think she had some sort of cancer. Super sad. I'm sure we're all just torn up about it. But more importantly, you are positive Void Network set this fire, that they're the ones responsible for this? They said they needed to run more data and test out some theories, and Chiron was the person they needed to sign off on another fire. They mentioned getting data off my bus accident. At least I think they meant the bus accident. Fuck. Okay, this is a little far-fetched. The only thing that Void Networks is killing is our spirits. There's no way they're behind this. There's more. Chiron told me he knows who Adelaide is. And also, Adelaide didn't want me to meet Chiron. And also, wants to meet us out in the desert. And also- Hold on, hold on. That's too much info. Uh, How does Chiron know who Adelaide is? How does Chiron know who you are? Wait, you said Adelaide wants to meet us? I don't know. I don't know. And yes, she left me a voicemail. Well, several voicemails, actually. She wants us to go out into the desert, past the rock outcroppings where we can't see the highway anymore. There's this tree? I don't know. I didn't really get a chance to listen to the whole thing. What time? She didn't really say what time, just that she wanted to meet tonight. I don't think the time really matters to her. Well, let's go. Nikki, do you mind driving? Not at all. No. What do you mean, no? I mean, no. I... I'm not coming with you guys. What do you mean you aren't coming with us? You're the one who started this group, and you won't even come with us to meet her? I know, I know, but you guys will do just fine without me. Dude, you're the one that brought us all together to find her. We can't go without you. We need our glorious leader. I'm not going. Come on, Dodger. Piper, don't. Oh, so it's okay for me to get on a bus, but you can't step outside? You and I both know that's different, Piper. Is it? Adelaide isn't the one who caused this fear, Piper. Is this because of what happened to Marcus? Nikki. It's okay if it is. I do want to meet her. But you don't want to end up like him. Do you? No, but we have to do something. Fine. Go do something. You can do something. I can't. Not yet. (sighs) Okay. Come on, guys. Let's go. Dodger. You're sure? No. Not really, but go ahead. I'll be here. I'll keep you updated on the fire if anything new happens. Alright. We'll keep you updated in our situation, too. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Chris. Good luck, everyone. The look Dodger gave us as we left their apartment was heartbreaking. Nikki loaded us into her car and the three of us set out in silence as the world burned. Thank you.
Null and Void was written by Colbert Hart and edited by Sterling Ray and Amber Holtz. The episode you just heard was sound designed by Donald Guzzi and featured the voices of Winona Wyatt as Piper, Danielle Ellett as Adelaide, Azul Nova as Dodger, Cena Breyer as Nikki, Evan Saft as Tris, and PJ Canis as Tyron. You also heard Donald Guzzi as the general manager and Eric Ho as the news reporter. Thanks, bro. This episode was made possible by our chief executive officers, Katie Human, Amara Augustine, Danielle Sang, Anne Baird, and Hannah Wright. 